1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Oh, hello there. A little Hi. bit before the music, like in Friends. That's good, isn't it? Um, we're doing another live show, Pete.
3: We are, yes. Our second live show at the
2: London Podcast Festival this September. It's on September the 14th. It's at 7pm. It's a Saturday night at 7pm. So Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday night. Not doing the laundry with your Uber Vice. Come down, buy a ticket <laughs> uh, and please, please do come and watch the live show. It'll be fun. It'll be fun of frolics. So I can promise that. Uh, yeah. It'll be full of me and Pete, definitely. It'll be full of at least one, maybe two guests. Ooh. There are some exciting names in the mix, aren't there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good bit of housekeeping. Lovely bit of business there, Peter. Um, anyway, please enjoy this episode of Friends with Friends with the wonderful Sean Welby. Uh, but before you do it, I'm going to leave a 40-second pause so you can log on to the King's Place website and buy uh, not one... Not two, but many tickets to our live show.
3: Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. Uh, I'm Pete Allison. Here's Dave Crim.
2: Hello. Are you well? Yes, thank you. Not bad at all. Are you? Yes, very well. Thank you. It's raining today, so I am... Uh uh, wet but I did bring an umbrella for the first time in my life. I feel like a grown-up because I, I think I'm 33 and I genuinely think it's the first time I've ever left the flat having seen it's raining and deliberately taken an umbrella. So I feel pretty grown up right it's now. It's very
3: mature, very organised. is, probably. isn't
2: it? Uh, and uh, as, as I'm sure we will be discussed in a moment... Um I'm in a new studio in a new office because we've moved due to health and safety reasons. Our entire other building got shut down last week. so um, <laughs> It got <laughs> shut down due to health and safety? Yeah. What, what did you do in it? Uh, apparently somebody opened a window onto the street and the window just fell straight down onto the street four <laughs> oh, floors God. below. And they had to close a oh. whole tube station. Uh, so, yeah, so we were booted out and moved to what can only be described as a building very unsuitable for our needs, but um, as our guest, I'm sure, will, will tell you, our guest today on Friends of Friends, Pete, is the wonderful radio presenter from Heart Radio. It's Sean Welby. Hi, Sean Welby. Hello. Uh, you had, I think, I feel like you've got opinions on the building before we start talking about Friends.
1: Well, I started thinking Dave's winding me up and this is some sort of <laughs> test. I got in, he was like, he just texted me saying, oh, by the way, it's not a weird thing, but can you just ask for Big Owl? Great I was Big like, Owl. I was like Great Big Owl. And so when I went to reception I thought this is definitely a prank and she's going to laugh. And I was like okay they've told me I have to say I'm here for Great Big Owl. And she smiled just like right okay yeah go to floor 4. So I get in the lift. There is no 4 I'm like, right, he's winding me up. There's not even a floor (laughs) four. And then I realise there's like 10 different lifts, all with different odds Uh, and evens.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell you about that. Oh, that's odd. Uh, Well, you know, building aside, let's talk about Friends, shall we? Which is why we are here. It is. To discuss. Uh, What is your history and relationship with the television programme Friends on a scale of one to, I've watched every episode a hundred times.
1: Oh, no, I'm probably like, um, I'm one of those people that can binge it. Yeah. And and it depends. It's like on a rainy day like this, I could sit and probably watch 20 back-to-back. Back. Yeah. I'm one of those types. Um, so you probably will catch me out on, like, real finesse There's and no catching
2: out, Sean. We're all friends here. <laughs> we're all friends here. We've had people on this podcast that are much, much worse. Okay. And people that can't recall any details. Oh, God. Okay, So no. it's absolutely fine. Um, Pete, we're going to have to um, confess something here. Because uh, okay. Sean has... Sean's episode was chosen by... Uh, by basically us texting backwards and forwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. and <then laughs> okay. Again, it's
3: a mutual decision. Yeah.
2: Well, basically, in the end, what happened was Sean went. I just can't decide. There's yeah. too many. Uh, let's talk about some options. So yeah. So we threw some out and we've and landed this is the one on we've
1: got. the one with the thumb. The
2: one with it's so early. It's yes. So episode early three of the whole thing. Yeah. It's nice to watch old friends. Where where do you fall in the old versus new?
1: It's funny because I th- I think the very first episode it feels a bit weird because they're not. They're not the characters as you know them yet. So that one always feels a bit, uh, a little bit awkward for me, but it's amazing how by episode three, I'm thinking, wow, they've got it. Everyone has got their little niches and their traits by this point. Yeah, they start sewing in like
2: things that last for 10 years as well, like Chandler smoking and all this sort of stuff. Um, All right, let's talk about episode three of series one, Pete, the one with a thumb. Here is the synopsis as provided by Wikipedia that I have not read before I read out. So this is always fun. Monica becomes irritated when everyone likes her new boyfriend, Alan, more than she does. Meanwhile, Chandler starts smoking again. When the group complains, he diverts her attention to their own flaws, and Phoebe gets money credited into her bank account that isn't hers. When she calls to inform about the error, she ends up getting more money, so she gives it to a homeless friend who buys her a can of soda, only to find a thumb in it. Phoebe then uses the money compensated from the soda company to pay Chandler to quit smoking. That's quite a succinct synopsis, actually. Well done, Wikipedia. Sometimes they are rubbish.
1: But how scriptwriters would come up with that plot? When you read it like that, you're like, what?
2: Yeah, when you read the short three lines, you're like, this is mad.
3: Well, also, to come up with something that's quite weird, like Phoebe finding a thumb in a a can of soda after just three episodes. Like, (laughs) this is the point (laughs) where you're using all your finest ideas that you've had stashed up throughout your entire career, and then three episodes in, you're like, severed thumb in a tin.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? Because episode one was... um, like, introducing them all, but is Ross getting divorced. So episode one, like, the big plot is Carol's a lesbian. Yes. Ross is now single. Episode two, they find out she's pregnant. That's right. So that's the one where Ross is, like, becoming a father. So they're like, cool, breakup, pregnancy, thumb
0: in a kind of
2: coke. Uh, so it's, it's a real curveball, isn't it's it? It's
1: like they thought, whoa, 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 we need to slow down here. We're giving away all the best <laughs> yeah. stuff. Let's just We're put the thumb serious. one in. Yeah, just throw it in there. Do one on Phoebe.
2: It's really weird, isn't it, watching this, because... um, I don't know if they, if you clock this, but it's they're doing quite a lot of, like, weird observational material that, like, a stand-up would do. That they yes. don't do any, you know, as the series progresses. So, like, right at the start, they're just talking about, Phoebe comes home from a date and goes, oh, he said it's not you. No, he said, what, was, what did they say?
1: It, um, we should do this again. We should do
2: this again, yeah. yeah. And then they all basically teach Rachel about all the sort of anachronisms of dating. And when someone says, oh, it's not you, it means it is you and all this. And it's proper, like... It feels now, like 25 years later, quite hack. Yeah,
1: they're is. They're all having
3: that conversation about what we would now refer to as ghosting, aren't they? That, yes, I was thinking that, that, that yeah. all the examples they're giving, it's just ghosting.
2: Yeah, because watching it back, you're like, oh yeah, yeah we all know this. But then, th- probably, as with a lot of friends, they were some of the first people to do all this. Because this was like one of the first sitcoms about like modern dating in the 90s and being young in a city and stuff. And, oh yeah. And it's mad to think that was probably like one of the first times on TV that was talked about.
1: No, it's cool. And it, that's how I think of it. Like, I was really, I remember being, you know, primary school, and my friend's older sister had all the, you know, like the perfect box of oh, um, yeah. VHSs oh. that made the words. Yeah, yeah, Do you the, know yeah. I mean? yeah. It all spelled it out, <laughs> didn't yeah. it? And it was like perfect. And I really remember that. And that's when I first was introduced to friends. So I was in primary school. But I remember thinking, oh, one day I want to live with all my mates. And coming from Nottingham, I remember getting to a point and thinking, I'll never do the friends thing because I didn't go to uni. Right. So I I remember feeling quite gutted. I thought, I'm never going to do the friends thing. And then I came to London and I ended up living with six people. Did you? And It was exactly, well, n- obviously not exactly <laughs> the same, but wow, you, you start seeing those chats and those similarities and go, yeah, we did that.
2: Yeah, that is mad. I don't think I've ever done the exact like living with six people thing, but I always wanted to do that thing where you've got a flat and then someone's got a flat opposite. And oh like, yeah, me
1: too. I <laughs> wish that we had that more. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the two flats where you can pop in and yeah, out yeah, is yeah. perfect. Yeah,
2: all the doors are never locked. Yeah. Um, the only
3: yeah. time I've ever had that is uni halls. That's the only time I think that actually happens to
2: people. Yeah, it does feel a bit like uni halls that, doesn't it? Um, they all also do the bit. This is really weird because literally, about three days ago, someone in the pub was talking about the tip of a guy's finger to his yeah, <laughs> that bit with to his tip of his index finger to his, to his thumb. And like, I was like, This is 25 years on, and people are still having the same conversations in pubs. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny having. that
1: you walk it, that's just that's just part of like a it cuts to that, like yeah. the mid chat, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about that. You think, Where's that come from? Yeah,
2: and, and it's again, it's really a random nice.
1: episode, it's a funny episode because it is so random with the chat, but it is exactly how a, a normal day kind of goes off in that you start what we start here and you go to work and chat to someone else and you go somewhere else and then the whole day becomes the weirdest day
2: and then you find a thumb
1: and then you find a thumb classic (laughs) Tuesday happens too much. Yeah, I know.
2: If I had $7,000 for every time I found a thumb.
1: <laughs> right, so we've
2: got three options. We've Go got on. Chandler smoking storyline. Yes. We've got Phoebe and the thumb. Yeah. And we've got Alan. Where would you like to start?
1: Should we start with smoking? Because that's kind of like at the very beginning. What I like about that, well, it starts obviously with um, Chandler just going through lines with Joey. Mm. And then sort of teaching him how to smoke cool. And that resonates, I think, with a lot of us because everyone had that day, even if you don't smoke now. I mean, I don't, but I remember yeah. trying to look cool and you've got to do this. You've got to take it down. You've got to hold it like that. And that really like brought back memories for me.
2: We forget, don't we, that uh, in the early days of Friends, Joe was quite a successful actor. He's, yes. got to, he's in a play. He's in lots of plays. <laughs> yes, in the that's first true. Season, and then they just stopped him <laughs> being good. Quite and a gritty he's- part. He's, a, he's, uh, he's reciting the lines. Yeah. Him. Um, there is, however, in this, one of those Alarm Bell Friends moments, which I think... I've Alex, written it down, yeah. Alex Zane brought it up about a year ago on this podcast, didn't he? And he was sort of randomly referring to it. But when Chandler says, relax your wrist, and then goes, oh, not that much. And it's like, yeah. oh dear. And they're, they're both horrified at the relaxed <laughs> wrist. Yeah. A little casual friend's homophobia alarm there coming uh. in. So so Chandler, basically, so he he weirdly goes... Flips really quickly from not missing it at all. Because Joey says, do you miss it? Because he does all this sort of like big spiel, doesn't he? About yeah. like, oh, it's the thing that's been missing from your hand. And he goes, do you miss it? And he goes, no, no, not no. So much. Yeah. And then he takes a drag and he's like, boom, straight back in there.
1: Yeah, and I think, uh, and also that, uh, again, reminds you of a time smoking inside. It's that whole thing where it just yeah, kind of... Yeah, it
2: looks really
3: odd. It,
1: take, it does look weird, doesn't it? Especially when you see him doing it later um, in Central In Central Perk. Perk. And you think, what? Or, or at his desk as well later in the episode. So it's like <laughs> a really strange scenario where you go, oh yeah, smoking was okay inside. That's weird uh, in itself.
3: Also, not only is he smoking at work, he's also storing his lit cigarette in a wooden drawer.
1: <laughs> yes! That really bugged me, actually. That
2: seems so weird, isn't it's it? It's
1: very weird. And then he's got, like, two different sprays. Uh, one of them's a mint breath freshener. And the other one's, like, an air freshener. And then the comedy obviously comes in him spraying the wrong one into his, into his mouth. mouth. Yeah. yeah.
2: But it's, like, one of the only bits of Friends, I think, I can ever remember. Well, it's a it's a good, like, minute and a half of no dialogue and just yeah. a bit of music. Clunky bass guitar. In yeah, it's um, almost
1: been like black and white with just like piano playing. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's so <laughs> odd, isn't
2: it? And all for this, this joke where he sprays the wrong thing into his mouth. And part of me's like, it's not. It wasn't worth it. Wasn't no. worth the payoff, lads. Uh, fun fact. I mean, I say fun fact. Quite a niche fact. The music Pete that plays when Chandler's yes. smoking in his cubicle is used again in Friends a few series later when mm. in the episode with David Arquette. This is real. is real niche.
1: This is niche.
2: Okay. But when you watch neck when you see that episode next, so uh, oh, is you know, it David, when he's stalking? He's yeah. following her. Yeah. When Phoebe yeah, starts, I can, I can see it. Yeah. When Phoebe starts following him back, do you remember uh, at the end of that episode? And yeah. uh, she's following David Arquette. Yeah. And it's the exact same music, and it comes back like five seasons later. Or they
1: probably you know bought, bought the sound. Got the right. So Got <laughs> like, the right. Guys,
2: <laughs> will anyone ever remember or flag this up on a niche <laughs> podcast? Probably not. Nah. Yeah. Sucks to be you guys, lazy suds. <laughs> You know uh,
3: the scene where Chandler is smoking outside on the balcony? Oh, yeah. Uh, did, in the rain, and he wants to come inside. He knocks on the window to be let in. Did you notice that the very clear plastic window, uh, it actually moves when he knocks on it. <laughs> Does and I assume they've added in the glass tapping sound effect <laughs> because the plastic window pane moves and also the f- like the whole frame of the window <laughs> seems to bend as he puts pressure on it too.
2: Oh, I didn't notice that. That's really nice. That's really nice. Yeah, you like, have to look at that. That's proper early days before they'd properly fitted up the set, isn't it? I just <laughs>
1: yeah. think put glass in there. You know things like that. It's like if you're going to drink a coffee, please put the coffee in just the cup. Yeah, just put fill in the it. mug.
2: Fill yeah. the mug.
3: Don't
1: yeah. you think that's the one thing that you spot in any movie when they're pretending to drink? And you think of all the things you've done. This incredible acting. You're going to win an Oscar. Yeah. And you have not convinced me. There's anything in that cup? And not <laughs> yet. Yeah. And it really annoys me. And also,
2: just like, you spent so much money on this. You built a set. Yeah. You can afford. Just a bit of liquid. Yeah. Just pop anything in there. Just a bit of water, it's fine. But yeah, it's because people, when there's no liquid, people always sip like a ho- They like tip the whole mug up. Yeah, they go, which you would never do. Like it's <laughs> like they're drinking the dregs of the coffee, and it's like, no, lads, you just take a little sip.
1: And they hold the cup differently because there's no weight in it. Yeah. it. The whole thing. That's one of my shambles, biggest- mate. Yeah, it's a shambles. Oh, Absolutely
2: shambles. Me. There are uh, real drinks in this Friends episode though. There's a lot. They of, have coffees, don't yeah, they? There's a lot of Rachel. Yeah, the iced tea. Yeah. Yeah, we're still in that phase of Rachel being a terrible waitress, aren't we, where she gives everyone the wrong drink and yes. they all pass it around.
3: Yeah, also the fact that they quite sweetly don't want to sort of knock her and make her feel bad about it. They sort of go along with it just because they realise she's yes. really proud of it. Until
2: all the flaws start coming up and then Phoebe yes. like it, it quite it escalates that scene of it, yes, doesn't it? Does it? Because escalate. it's like it goes from like Phoebe chewing her hair and Joe doing his knuckles, which are all sort of like little you know, like little nice Features of someone that yeah. you're like, ah, oh, that's the thing they do, and then Phoebe just goes, Rachel goes, oh, I better get back to work, and Phoebe goes, yeah, well, otherwise someone'll get what they ordered for once, and it's like, yeah, it's Whoa, really, bitch. she really levels
3: up the bitchiness. Yeah, she?
2: Where's that come from? And then they all start really going at it, but yeah, Phoebe, the, the weird thing is, out of those traits that the friends have, I don't think we see apart from Ross pronouncing his words.
1: Yeah, Ross, Ross is accurate.
2: Yeah, the we rest see, of them,
1: we've never seen cho- um, Phoebe chewing her hair again. No,
2: nope. never hear Monica snort.
1: No, that <laughs> that annoys me actually because you think that is not a trait of Monica. No,
2: at all. It's weird, isn't it? That's this yeah. has happened in another episode, isn't it? Monica about Monica. There's
3: one where they suggest that Monica is a huge gossip, and it's only in that episode. Where <laughs> oh no, she it's Ra- no, Rachel's the huge Rachel, gossip. Rachel, yeah, that's in it.
2: The, yeah, in the resolutions one. Yeah, the the yeah. one with all the resolutions. Um, but yeah, I mean that is Chandler smoking, and then this the whole the thumb thing, which we'll come on to in a minute, resolves, doesn't it? Because Phoebe yeah. goes, "I'll give you seven thousand dollars to stop smoking." Yeah, which he does not. Because we know he smokes again no, later in the series. Back, yeah. Technically, yeah. he has a seven thousand uh, dollars.
1: Well, I refuse to believe the transaction ever happened.
2: Yeah, that's true. You know those it?
1: moments where you like say that to a mate, like I'll give you a hundred quid if you do that. There's never no one's giving money. There's no hundred no. quid ever being exchanged. <laughs> if I watched
2: Chandler in that situation, though, I'd be like, here are my bank details. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'd make sure she did the transfer. Yeah, very yeah. Quickly, yeah,
2: I would really like that seven thousand dollars, please. Thumb or Alan?
1: Oh, uh, let's do Alan, because the Alan thing, yeah, the Alan thing's quite fun, actually. Yeah,
2: Alan thing is quite, I quite like Alan. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame he's only a one, a one episode character.
1: It's funny how initially when they first meet him, I don't know if you remember, he walks through the door and he does an impression of her ex-boyfriend. That's yes,
2: so weird. Yes. That's quite meta, isn't it's it? It's so meta. So the whole, so the setup here is Monica, this is again like a kind of a thing that doesn't really transpire to be in the rest of the series, but... You were led to believe in episode three of the whole sitcom that all the friends are really judgmental of Monica's boyfriends, yeah. and she's really terrified to bring someone home, and the because pre- they always hate him, yeah, or and, and they always find something to take the piss out of him from. And the the guy they there's a guy called Steve who spoke Spunk like this Steve, and yeah, and so they all they all sort of do an impression of him, don't they?
1: Yeah, which is quite mean actually. In hindsight, that probably wouldn't get through these days. No, it
2: wouldn't. It's just the speech impediment the poor guy's got. But then Alan turns up. And yeah, the first thing he says is something with that same speech impediment, which I think I remember watching this at first. And not understanding what had thinking, happened when I was a kid. I thinking was like, they
1: were laughing, thinking, no, it's another it's a, one yeah, with a weird speech yes, impediment.
2: with the same speech impediment. And I was <laughs> that's about, Monica's a kid, thing. Monica, yeah, like, Monica yeah. stop
1: dating people with speech yeah. impediments. That's so you. <laughs>
2: it's so bizarre, isn't it? But um, but yeah, but you're right. It's quite meta because we must believe then that Monica's had a conversation with Alan. Hey, let's be honest. She's been on like two dates yeah, with
1: Yeah, about her previous ex-boyfriend. Yeah. How everyone's taking the piss. <laughs> and now do the impression, break the ice. Like, yeah. what?
2: It's so bizarre, isn't it? Like, it's it's very, like, it's too early in that relationship for them to have been talking about that.
1: Yeah, it really is. Because it literally, I think, I think they've had one date or yeah. something. Yeah. It's bizarre.
2: It's also weird after one date for Alan to be coming around and meeting five of her close friends at her apartment. Yeah, I think, that's quite intense, isn't it? Including, including her once. brother. Yeah. It's like he's auditioning. Yeah. And he passes the audition guy. So they all really like Alan.
1: Yeah, so they love Alan. That's the kind of, like, reveal... Everyone loves him, and the next thing you know, I mean, this this bonding with Alan it escalates. Next thing you know, they've all come back from a baseball game. <laughs> what the hell happened? Yeah, I, I
3: didn't understand. Like suddenly, Rachel is a massive sports enthusiast. Oh, when Oh, Pete, the rest of I the thought this. <laughs>
1: Pete, I was like, that is not a Rachel thing to come back yeah. from the baseball.
3: No,
2: no, exactly. So if she's if like en- wearing the merch and all sorts, so they've all been playing baseball or softball or oh, baseball, or so- yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and they've all been playing. And two things struck me about that. One. You're right. Ra- that is not a Rachel thing. That's more definitely more of a Monica thing. Yeah. To be competitive and competitive play sport. Competitive and sporty. Also, why is Monica not at the softball <laughs> game with her boyfriend and all their mates? And yeah. it's not like she's been working. She just sat having a coffee in Central Park. Yes, good point, she's not there, is she? She's not even there <laughs> watching. What's what's? How has that possibly transpired? So
1: now they're dating him behind her back. Yeah. It is. That that moment it does jar. You think, whoa, where have they all been? And I, I couldn't work out what. I think like it's like uh, the big reveal as well was so how did it go? And you're thinking where th- what's happened? And they're like we, we won! won! <laughs> it's like what? Wait, the biggest thing is where the hell were you? Why the fuck were you with my boyfriend without me <laughs> yeah, exactly. playing baseball?
2: I know if you were someone like had never seen Friends. <laughs> And you saw that scene, your brain would be like, okay, so in, in like all the other episodes of Friends previously, they always come back from the baseball and they've always lost. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like an ongoing yeah. thing. Oh, isn't it funny? They always lose. But this is the first and only time they ever play sports together, apart from like the ones where it's the the main plot, like the football or the rugby. But it's like the first, it's the only time it ever happens. And we don't see any of it. But
1: also, the the. <laughs> about it more the other weird thing is that alan isn't with them so (laughs) so he doesn't even come back to meet monica
3: why are he and monica avoiding each
1: other (laughs) so true he's just like bye alan we're all gonna go and have a coffee now but you're not invited cheers (laughs) we're gonna slag you
2: off yeah exactly (laughs) everything about that
1: it's it's weird isn't it
2: doesn't make any sense now that we really this is the problem with this podcast we dig in too deep and then we it's pull all the threads.
1: Yeah, because as well, like um, like you say, if now, I mean, I suppose it's episode three, so you have to give him that kind of waiver. But Monica is so um, perfectionist. She would never go for a... Like, if we go back to Steve, yeah. I'd, I can imagine that annoying Monica. It's not like Monica wouldn't know that was annoying.
2: Yes. Because yeah, that's, that's her trait. True. She'd be yeah. like,
1: oh, God. She, it, you'd rather the episode be like, oh, I couldn't date him when I found out this.
2: Yeah, 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 right. But Alan's perfect.
1: But Alan's perfect. That's
2: what we find out. And then, so they do the thing. Where they do this quite a lot in early Friends, where they do, I can't, how do I describe this? Where they liken a thing to another thing. That's what I've got. Liken a thing to another thing. Do you know, so the, the breakup is so. So Monica's breaking up with Alan, but she has to tell the friends, and it's like she's breaking up with the friends. Oh uh, yes. yeah, there's definitely yeah, a word yeah. for that, and I can't think of what it is because it's early in the morning and my brain's <laughs> tired. Uh, but it works really well. It, it happens like at various points in the first like three or four seasons of Friends.
3: It's like when Monica has to admit to Rachel that she went shopping with Julie,
2: right? And it's like she's cheated on her. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They copy the the recognizable traits of a breakup, and they're yeah exactly. There's loads
2: of bits like when they come back from um, getting peed on by the uh, after the jellyfish sting. Yes. Yes. And (laughs) they pee, and they do like a whole sort of uh, like detective reveal where Chandler's like, "It was a dog, did you know?" Like, and they're sort of strolling (laughs) around, uh, uh, strolling around the apartment. But yeah, it's 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 a it's just a really well like well trodden trait now. But again, when it happened in Friends, it was probably like fairly groundbreaking in, in the early days. Um and yeah, and all the friends are gutted. They're all gutted that Monica's gonna break up with Alan. And then it kind of it's a really strange twist, isn't it? So the twist is that Alan Hated them all along. Yeah, not stand them, yeah. <laughs>
1: which then maybe does explain why I didn't come to Central Perk. He was like, God, get the fuck
2: here. <laughs> Couldn't
3: wait to get rid of
2: them. I had to babysit you all afternoon. Do
1: you ever, like, sometimes I watch movies like this. Like, I watched, um, I was watching that Chernobyl, which is like a really, like, very serious, very dark yeah. series. And there's this one bit where the guy smashes up a phone. And he just says to this one guy, I need a new phone. And the guy runs off and I think, man. Oh, I'd love to watch what happens now. <laughs> I, want, I want to follow his story. Yeah. Find Where the hell did he Where's find he phone? In, like in the <laughs> middle of like the wartime uh, yeah. Russia, where did he find this phone? And the same with like these kind of plots where you think, what was going on? Like, I want to know his inner thoughts. I want to know what Alan was thinking after the baseball, ge- uh, whatever, softball game. Yeah. What was he thinking? Well, yeah, what was
2: going through his head? Was
1: he slagging them off at his work going, oh my God, I love this girl, but... They're his, you know, have friends. Yeah.
2: But there's a lot of strange, like, he's really weirdly invested in the group, isn't he? Like, he rings Chandler to tell him to stop smoking, like, bizarrely, <laughs> yes, uh, in Central cafe. Perk.
1: I'm just going to ring the cafe and uh, rings, just intervene.
2: <laughs> rings the cafe. <laughs> and, yeah, Rachel picks up. It's very odd. I, don't, I can't quite work out what's happened there. Uh, but he's obviously very invested in it.
1: Yeah, and it, I suppose it's that thing that anything Alan says is gold. It makes, it makes Chandler quit. Yeah. Uh, briefly, that is what makes Chandler quit. Yeah. Because because Alan, oh no, that is what makes him quit. Yeah. And he's only thinking of getting it uh, going at back end. at the end, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, good old, But people have that, don't they, where you can tell somebody the same thing 10 times and then someone else in the office says it. Yeah. Like someone, Alan. Yeah. There's always an Alan. There's
2: always a fucking Alan, isn't, isn't there? there? <laughs> yeah. You, you've made this point. You know, you've made this point to these people. Yeah,
1: loads of times. Loads you're like, oh, times. you probably shouldn't do that. I'll oh, watch ahead and do that, whatever it is. <laughs> and then <laughs> Alan says it. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I won't do that." Like, I've
4: been telling through
2: this for ages. <laughs> Someone comes up with an idea in like the pub that you've had, and you've told everyone. Yeah, you about. you told you're them, like, probably. You're like, "Yeah," you're like, "That was that, I said that." <laughs> yeah. Why are you saying the thing back to me? Yeah. Um, weird. Other bit of this uh, storyline is a like quite a prominent part for a non-main cast member with Paula, who oh. is Monica's. Uh, oh, sh-
1: oh yeah the chef friend, friend yes. at the
2: restaurant does she come back is she ever in it again uh, i don't think so no you never. guys
1: would know surely because i was thinking that
3: i don't i don't think she does i don't recognize her
2: no well she was so the the Googling, plays plays yeah well so i googled her she was in fresh prince oh
1: was
3: she yeah
2: as will smith's aunt aunt helen aunt helen and uh she's also in blackish which i've never seen so but she's in a got quite a yeah, prominent role. she's got role quite a
1: nice little role. It, it's a shame in a way because that would have been quite a good dynamic because she's, it's quite a good little scene with them two chatting.
2: Yeah, she's in it like for two or three scenes. She's
3: actually got a bit of, you, you actually get a sense of what her personality is like as well because she talks about people she's dated as well. She's not just sort of there to be someone to bounce off Monica. She's got a bit of chat. Yeah, she?
2: that's what I mean. It's, it's a really strangely prominent role for like basically an extra. You don't get that a lot in Friends.
1: No, it's yeah. true.
2: Um And also probably at this stage, I can't think of many diverse characters no. in that sitcom over the next 10 years that have such a prominent role. She's probably...
1: Yeah, that's true. Does Joey count as being, like, ta- how <laughs> <No>, Italian?
2: <laughs> apart from Charlie, when Charlie comes in. Yes, Charlie, it's, yeah. It's very... It's, I mean, we, we've we been through this before. It's a very, very white sitcom. But it
1: is, but I suppose they all were. You look at all the mm-hmm. others at that time of Seinfeld and whatever. Yeah. They, they all were, weren't they?
2: Yeah, but they've obviously introduced this, like, sassy black friend into yeah, she's this plotline. She's really funny. She just, and then they're like, no, no.
1: At one point, she says something like, I've had my fair share of beef or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. All right.
2: <laughs> oh, that's very good. There's a really funny line in the um, bit when Monica's breaking up with the friends as well, where Phoebe says, oh, she goes, uh, we need to talk. And Phoebe goes, oh, I'm getting a deja vu. Oh, yes. <laughs> and she goes, oh, no, it's weird. And then she goes, we need to talk. And she goes, oh, there it is. That's yeah. just a really nice, weird little Phoebe moment. It
1: is, because actually you don't see that coming. And sometimes with Phoebe's jokes, you yeah. know what's coming. Yeah. But I didn't quite, that caught me off. And I thought, that's quite funny. Yeah. Can I give you a weird fact about deja vu? Always do you know why you get it? Do you know why you no, get that feeling? No. It's apparently when a memory has gone into long-term and bypass short-term, and long-term is always a memory, so you think you're remembering it, but actually it's something that's just happened that's gone... Tooth,
3: it's
2: straight gone into back.
1: straight back oh, rather that's than beat. interesting. Yeah. That is good facts. Thanks. Oh, a little bit of psychology.
2: A bit of science with Yeah. This podcast has taken a classy upturn. <laughs> no, you've increased
3: the intelligence levels, Sean. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Thanks. That's, I mean, that's as much as it can go, I'm afraid, as so I will now drag it back down again.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. You heard of Great Big Owl? Yes, they make this podcast. Yeah, but not just this
3: podcast. You're shitting me. Name some others. Well, there's Trolled.
0: We had Luciana
1: Berger and Gary Lineker coming on. Oh, yeah, and there's Crime Club.
3: Should you get done for
1: that?
4: Yeah. There's The Fear.
3: It's a kid's show. They're really, really scared me. There's Always There.
4: Thanks very much, because I would never have gone down Howard's Way had you not
3: asked me.
2: There's Friends With Friends.
3: Shoving a funnel in Joey's mouth and Rachel pours fat (laughs) down.
2: And there's Ask the Nincompoops. Kids ask us the questions they want answered. That's for kids we shouldn't have sworn earlier. Bollocks. Quick, play the sting. Great,
1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com
2: achieve today. Let's talk about Phoebe then. So yes. speaking thereof, Phoebe and the Thumb. So the, if you haven't watched this for a while, the, it starts because Phoebe gets $500 put in her bank account. She complains to the bank. The bank then puts another five hundred dollars into a bank.
3: You know, it's all this. Which in itself is odd. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. R- that's the, why wouldn't the bank just be like, "Oh, sorry about that. Thanks for telling us. Sorted." Like, yeah, uh, surely a bank wouldn't then just give you five hundred
2: pounds because you pointed out a mistake. <laughs> it's hardly an inconvenience to have more. It's very value. generous. Yeah, well, the best they'd be like keep the 500
1: yeah it's, yeah it's weird because we just know how banks are like even if you know you hear like stories of you know being at a, a cash point and loads of ca- you know maybe you walk over there and someone hasn't taken theirs yeah and if you took that hundred quid or whatever that would be stealing yeah so it's yeah. like banks yeah. aren't just willing to go oh it was there you know what i mean take it you know the, you, you seize the moment
2: the real curveball is the football phone <laughs> yes that is odd
1: I don't quite get that. But maybe that is a joke, an in-joke in American giveaways. Right.
2: That's what I wondered. Yeah,
1: I wondered if there was loads of like infomercials where they're like, and a free football phone.
2: Sure. That makes sense because there's a lot of American references that we've discussed in this podcast before. We're just like, Like,
1: what is "Eh, this? I don't know what's Eh."
2: going on. It could just be, yeah, like
3: a a known... Tacky free gift. Yeah, exactly. So, so I just
1: yeah, I think the tacky free a bit like, and you get a Parker pen just for inquiring. Yeah. Is it's our version Parker <laughs> pen <gasps> with Michael, Michael Parkinson. Parkinson. Yeah,
3: yeah, I have thought of Parker <laughs> as well. Then access sunlight.
1: How many people though got the sunlight because of the pen? I mean, Absolutely. maybe you know, the football phone thing. Maybe it works. I don't know.
2: are Parker pens still on? Are they still a thing? <laughs> yeah,
1: I think so. Are they? Yeah, so yeah. People still
2: love them because they were really on when we were at school. Oh yeah. You have to write with a bloody fountain pen or proper pen, don't you? Oh yeah. But I, I mean, nobody writes anymore. Never mind with a (laughs) Parker. When was the last time you saw a Parker pen in real life? That's my question to both of you.
0: (laughs) Tumbleweed.
2: Tumbleweed. I don't know. I
3: once had, this is a very niche thing for me to tell you, I once had like a limited edition leeds united parker pen from when <laughs> leeds were in the champions League. it was like a corporate gift my dad was given um, which is probably now worth quite a bit but yeah i have no idea where it was because <laughs> no one wants parker pens these days. no one needs a, maybe i'm gonna buy shout out to
2: pen. parker pens yeah shout yeah out. i mean
1: if you don't get an endorsement after this <laughs> and you get a free parker pen just for listening to this podcast thank you <laughs>
2: oh that'd be wonderful if we could start giving it away to everybody that listens and they're and, quite
3: expensive and, out
2: there yeah yeah absolutely Ooh. I wouldn't know well, what to do see. with them, though. If they delivered 100 Parker pens tomorrow, I would not know what to do with them. Hmm. But you can get in touch our at our friends WF <laughs> if you are a representative of the Parker industry.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they listen. Yeah,
2: I'm sure they do.
1: Yeah, so she gets the football phone, football phone. and and the 500 quid. So, so it... Then it turns out that because of the inconvenience, they give her another five hundred. Now she's got a thousand pounds of money that isn't hers in a bank, and obviously, when she tells her mates, what everyone else would say, "Oh my god, this is amazing! What would you, you know, what are you going to spend it on?" Yeah, and she doesn't want to spend it.
2: No, so she gives it to uh, one episode character, Lizzie, the homeless person.
1: Yeah, which and. Oh, I always think I'm a nice person, but that whole thing annoyed me. I was like, "You don't give her the whole thousand. You know, you're you constantly skin you, like you, you don't know the rest of the series. You don't know how your future's going. You spend the rest of it like pretty skin floating in and out."
2: Uh, yeah, uh, but the whole thing is that non nobody would react how Phoebe reacted when they no. get five hundred dollars in their account. Like everybody reacts like. Um Rachel reacts, when yeah. Rachel looks over and goes, what bank is this? And yes. everyone's going like, yes, yeah, I want all yeah. the free cash. But Phoebe doesn't realise that she's like ridiculously moral and she doesn't want even the free $500. I'd be like, "You just wouldn't nobody else would have complained, would they?
1: Well, my mum is exactly like Really? This. Yeah, like, you know when you go, oh, mum, you're lovely, but you are just too honest, yeah. too honest. She'll talk herself out of discount. They'll be at the till like going, um... Oh yeah and um oh this has got 10% off and my mum will go oh well I'm not sure because I did pick it from that part of the shop so I don't know if this is in on the discount I'm like
0: <laughs> oh, just shut up to the
1: discount she honestly my mum's found cash on the floor free floating cash and picked it up and gone around asking people in a WH Smith if they've lost anything and then somebody <laughs> somebody went I've lost some cash. <laughs> <laughs> and my mum handed, oh like, oh all this cash.
2: That, so, that this' so sad on two levels, because you're just giving that away to a liar. Yes, <laughs> you know I mean? not the Someone's real owner. Someone's lost the cash, and then a chancer is getting free cash because your mum's too nice.
1: Yeah, whereas my mum would probably say if she had kept it and not given it to the yeah. one that's, like, pulling the stunt. The liar. The liar. Then she probably would have, like, done something really sweet Give with it the it charity. Money. Yeah. But no, no, too honest. And so that's the one bit of Phoebe I thought, yeah, my mum would do that. She'd be like, oh, no, I can't spend. That's not mine. Yeah. Okay. I would be
3: afraid that if I spent it, the bank would then ring and be like, oh, we've noticed we've put this, we're taking the money back out. And then I've just accidentally spent 500 pounds of my own money. That would be yes. my fear. Yes.
1: Pete, I agree because I remember that story about that woman who had like a weird glitch where she got like a million pound put in her like debit account mm. and spent, just went mental and just went, yeah. oh, well, this is mine now. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. the rules. <laughs> and spent it all then obviously was like, it was just a nightmare. Um, she had to pay all back.
2: The scene with Lizzie, the homeless person, is... A rare occasion and they obviously decided this was too expensive but they film on the actual street proper yes. outside yeah it's not like a weird set street
1: no it does seem like I don't know what how they did it, it yeah. what did they ever film or was it always sets but it looks more real or was that actually in New York
2: it must have been New York because there's so looks, much going that on looks like buses a proper and cars street, yeah. and some excellent business acting. Did you notice that behind... If you ever go and watch this back, when Phoebe's giving... A, a
3: really unnatural wave, isn't
2: it? <laughs> giving Lizzie the cash on the phone. There's a man in a suit behind, like really overly oh, waving I love at extras. a man on a bench. And then they stand up and have a chat and walk off to a business meeting all in suits. It's really good.
1: I love that in Central Perk. My, one of my favourite things to do is watch the extras having conversations in the uh, background, but trying to do enough hand movements yeah. that you spot them and they yeah, get their break. So you'll be in, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Yeah. As if a casting director's watching it and going... Oh, that is wonderful acting. Fantastic. They've really done they really good. They really did
1: point well there yeah. and then did the thumbs up. And yeah. then, it, oh, I think they're acting confused with the shrugged shoulders. And it's like way over the top, isn't it? But
2: Janet, call Tom Cruise's agent and cancel him. <laughs> We've found the person that's going to play this part. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's really, but it feels odd, doesn't it, when it's on the real street?
1: Yeah, and but that's quite nice because it, because it can feel very setty sometimes. And yeah. so that moment is quite nice being out on the street. Well, apart from the fact it's mainly based around someone being homeless. But yeah. I mean, in general, the, the aesthetics are lovely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she so she's like in this doorway. And they obviously have this relationship. She knows her. She says, I've bought you some alphabet soup. And then what I love about this character is they've made the homeless person picky. She yes. doesn't want the vowels In the soup. I think that's what it was. She said, Have you picked the vowels? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And then Feeb
3: makes a point of saying about the whys, doesn't she? Because she's not sure whether why's a vowel or not. That's
1: right, yeah. And um and again, that is like one of those things you think only exists in like a, a sitcom. I'll never forget offering to buy a homeless person. It was a night out and offering to get them a McDonald's because they were like, I'm so hungry. I said, well, I'll get you McDonald's. What do you want? They were like, I'd love a cheeseburger and a milkshake. I was like, I will get it. So I went into McDonald's, got the cheeseburger. They'd run out of milkshake, So I got him a Coke, came back out and he was like, what's that? I was like, oh, it's a Coke. They'd run out of milkshake. He was like, ah, I'm all right. <laughs> and he didn't even want any of it. And I was so annoyed of how picky he'd been. I was like, what? But I've just gone in espe- I've especially you this, yeah. and I've bought you this whole meal and it's like, nah, I really wanted a milkshake. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. Uh,
2: then Liz then, then they, so Lizzie offers her the tinfoil hat. Oh yes. Really strange. Which implies that she's yeah. got
1: this, you know, what what does that always mean? Like aliens, yeah, uh, aliens communications and all of that yeah. sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um and then um yeah, Phoebe says no, because you need that. That's quite a funny, nice moment. Then she buys her this soda and Phoebe finds her thumb. Oh yeah,
1: was- well, yeah, so this happens because she says she offers her the the thousand pound, the phone, the everything. And, and this this woman at the beginning is obviously like, Lizzie is like, oh, I can't accept this. Yeah. And it takes maybe three. It's the power of three, isn't it? Yeah. She asks her three times and she's like, okay. So she takes the thousand pounds yeah. and Phoebe's like, well, if you buy me a soda, we're even. we're even. So they go and find like a classic hot dog stand, don't they? And they get the soda from him. Yeah. I don't really understand what they were thinking at this point. <laughs> no, I don't
2: on? get it. It's just, it's a real curveball, isn't it?
3: Also, for an episode titled The One with the Thumb, the thumb appears very late on. There's only about sort of six, seven minutes left by the time the thumb's in it. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so she finds a thumb and then the phone company gives her all the money and then she offers to give it to Chandler to stop smoking. The end. That's kind of it, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of, yeah. it just runs away. It's like... They're like, do you know what would be the best way to wrap this story up, guys? If she finds a thumb in her soda, <laughs> yeah. Saying, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. That makes sense. It, the it, end.
1: It really could have, the Alan thing could have carried on the smoking yeah. thing. Could have, any Anything could have been the punchline. But then the throwing in the, maybe it was really like, we got to get across Phoebe as quick as we can in this episode. Yeah. And, and you do learn a lot about Phoebe in that episode. So I suppose it kind of works.
2: Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. It does. A lot of Phoebe's like character traits and little that are strange things come up, don't they? And yeah. you go, yeah, yeah, we get Phoebe now. We get She's it. the sort of person that gives away loads of money. <laughs> Should we do the quiz?
1: Oh, yes. Time for the quiz.
2: Quiz, quiz, quiz. Yeah. Question one. How long is it since Chandler smoked?
1: Oh. You I, oh, they say at the beginning. Uh, I don't I'm going to say four years. Oh, it's
2: very
3: okay. close. Three years. Oh. Uh, question two. What is the name of the restaurant Monica works at?
1: Oh, God. Um, I don't
3: remember actually clocking this, it, so if you get
2: I do, because it's
1: spelt really weird, like Iridini or something. It, it, oh. I'm going to
2: give you that, yeah. Yeah? Iridium.
1: Iridium! Uh, yeah. Yes.
2: It's, it's weirdly, it's it's, sh- it's shown like three times.
1: Yeah, and I do remember that panning shot. And then like, yeah. Okay. What did I call it? Duodenum. Ah, it's fine. Iridium. You get a point for Okay, thank you.
2: Question three. Whose farm did the Gellers send Chi-Chi to? And oh, where was it?
1: The, the, the Millers? The Millners, The Millners, the, yes. the Milners farm. Do you remember where it was? The Millners in Connecticut? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I can good. hear him saying yeah, it. I can yeah. hear Very it. Very good. Oh, that bit, by the way, that's my favourite bit of the whole series, uh, season. Season? What? Episode. episode. Um, because it's so well delivered from Ross. Oh, He's so one good. of my... I think Ross is my favourite. Yeah,
3: it I takes ages agree, for the that. penny to drop there, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, and, and it's just
1: the way he... It's just so well delivered with it. Oh yeah, no, no. Th- weirdly, that happened, and you think, ah, oh, you just delivered that so well, so- and they're like, oh no, that actually happened to me. That realization that you've believed something for way too long. Yeah, but yeah, wicked. Oh, Love that. It, I
3: have it. suspicion because my childhood hamster died the day <laughs> I moved house.
1: Oh, that's convenient. I
3: always thought that hey, it just it just it just didn't want to move, and I've always been slightly suspicious of how that happened. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Please ask your parents and find yeah. out. You're old enough enough. now to know the truth. That's true. Uh, Question four. That's all we know. (laughs) (laughs) Question
3: four. How much money has Phoebe made in total in this episode?
1: She's made. Oh. 8,000 pounds because she didn't even have the first 500 that was put in. Then she made a thousand. Then she got given seven for the thing. Yeah. So 8,000. Oh, Correct. $8, oh, dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. please don't penalise me. We please. will. No,
2: not no, no.
1: Units of currency.
3: Sean, <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> you need to do the conversion into it's pounds. It's a very strict quiz. Yes, <laughs> 6,800 <laughs> pounds. Today's
2: conversion rate, what would that be? Pre Brexit. Um, <laughs> and question five How does Phoebe think the nursery rhyme about the man in the shoe goes?
1: There was a crooked man. <laughs> there was a crooked that's the weird bit the crooked yeah, man yeah. who lived in a shoe I, I can hear her saying it yeah, but I, I can't I don't there remember there was a
2: crooked man who had a crooked smile
1: I don't he had a crooked smile he lived in a shoe and this, and then she sort of stops yeah. and she? but I don't know like Gone
2: for a while, while.
1: that's it yeah
2: that is one of my favourite bits of the whole episode where <laughs> she just trails off after that line He goes lives in a shoe for a while, while. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's so confident to start with and then no 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 uh, not a bad showing on the Very quiz good. Very not good bad well, Wellbe. Very good. The
1: quiz bit's really fun. How, what did I officially get? Three
2: out of five. Oh,
1: okay, I'll take that. Three
2: out of five. And you were only a year off with three years, four years. So, I, yeah, pretty good. I panicked. No, don't worry. Don't, don't yourself be proud it's a pressure it's like being a mastermind in many uh, well ways, he, this,
1: this whole thing has yeah, been
2: everybody says that
1: I mean like I say the, just the introduction of getting into the building and then the <laughs> fact that just one more thing Pete that you don't I don't know if you know this but he, I had a lovely offer of a cup of tea um, which Dave made me as lovely and then I went to sit down he's like oh you can't put it on the table the table's squishy <laughs> Right? Uh,
3: what? <laughs> yeah. It's
1: like a joke, co- like a prank table where it's actually made of sponge, and you can't put anything on it that has liquid in it or <laughs> still. Where
3: the fuck do you
2: work? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the the table is this makes this again quite a dull detail, but it's it's covered in like soundproofing absorption material because oh, they're just like normal office tables that we've oh, yeah. converted into like studio right. tables okay. in as best way we can because so we don't like have banging, banging and everything. So, no, you've done a very but good job. It's very squishy. It's like a prank table. Well,
1: both is. of us at one point tried to put our cups of tea down, and it was just—if like, <laughs> like, you could have seen us—like
2: <laughs> a kids' TV show, isn't it? it <laughs> yeah. uh, Sean Welby, thank you so much for coming on oh, Friends. You, friends. Sean, thank guys, you, guys. I've
1: loved being in. It's so fun.
2: It's been an absolute joy to have you here, uh, and we say this to all our guests: uh, when you do the maths of how many episodes of Friends there are and how many friends we have, uh, it really doesn't stack up. So at some point, you will be invited back. Yay! <laughs> 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 because we do not have two hundred and forty <laughs> friends, do we, Pete? <laughs> No, 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 absolutely not Uh, That's it, Uh, we'll be back next week with more Friends with Friends, until then Adieu Goodbye Hello, still here, aren't we? Uh, next Hi. week on Friends with Friends is the wonderful comedy writer and podcast host of another wonderful great big old podcast, The Fear. It's Sarah Morgan. Hello, Sarah Morgan. Hello. Uh, could, you te- could you tease?
3: <laughs> I could well, tease. Could you tease? <laughs>
2: could you tease? very apt for this uh, episode, actually. Could you tease us with which episode you've chosen uh, for next week's Friends with Friends? Uh,
1: I've chosen the one with Rachel's new dress.
2: The one with Rachel's new dress, season four, episode 18. Go watch that, do your homework, and we'll be back. Back to discuss that next week <laughs> goodbye great big
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
4: Traffic jams, tailgating, pile ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse?